welcome. It is Wednesday, and this is Debate Amongst Friends. Welcome! I am the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the Troll Bastard, Data Analyzing Ninja, the Conqueror of My Own Fate, the Terminator. And no, I will not clean the poop or messes, but I am the cleaner. And folks, Gerald McCoy is out for the season, and he should have just stayed with the Buccaneers. Yes, that's right. I did it for the doc, the podcasting beast. Freshly squeezed, always tranquilo, doc, Ellie. Wow, I can't believe you threw Gerald uh, under the bus like that right from the beginning. What well, part I, didn't I have did it for the doc? Did you not get? <laughs> I mean, I really didn't have an issue with it. Um, I felt like he had to do what he had to do. It's very unfortunate that his career just took a downward spiral. But did you ever watch the video of him getting hurt when he was a cowboy? Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it for the first time. Monday after this injury and I was like oh my goodness he got hurt on like a warm-up and I'm yeah. like man that's really really terrible and I didn't see how he got hurt this time but it's just not looking good and it's very very sad um do I wish he would have stayed a buck yes of course um I, I always wanted to pair him and Endowment and Sue together I thought that would have been awesome um but things happen for a reason as you clearly can see and I wish him uh, best of luck. I, I think it, it might be over. Like, it might be over. Like, this might be it. He should have just took the deal. <sighs> it's hard to say. Should have just took the deal and stayed with Tampa. Rocking it's- with Ramakin Sue, Shaquille, Shaq Barrett. And all those boys. But he said, I wanted the money. And Doc said, you fool. You poor, poor fool. Yeah, but that that can happen to anybody. I mean, when we look at somebody, (laughs) we look at some people, I mean, there are so many injuries um, on Sunday and Monday. I mean, come on. Uh, For example, Raheem Morstadt, who is officially going on IR. Um, Jerry Judy's gonna miss some time. I mean, come on. Yep. Obviously, we didn't even talk about Fitz Magic. You know, and season. oh no, he's not and, out for season. He's gonna be nah, out for yeah. uh, six to eight weeks, I believe. Exactly. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. Maybe this opens the door for Cam, which is apropos because Fitz Magic became Tyrod Taylor. Ooh, I can't believe you went there. I'm on a roll so far this morning, folks. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not holding any punches. I like it though. I mean, I like it. I mean, middle of the week, I can't hold anything back. True, uh, we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did hear also at least some positive news um, that although USC fired their head coach, and we talked about that uh, recently here, Clay Hilton, Eric Benemy, Benemy, mm-hmm. I believe yeah. it is. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs may get 
an opportunity to at least interview for the job. So, I mean, that's a good look. That's a good, that's a good opportunity. That's literally, he's going to become the coach. I'm not sure. He's going to become the coach. It's like, do you want to go to the, like, I understand you want to be a head coach. And it's like, but do you want to go to NCAA, right? Do you want to go to the college ranks where now you have to deal with growing young men and you have to deal with recruiting and all that extra career? Well, if he didn't want that, his name wouldn't be thrown in the hat. I mean, it's not necessarily him. I mean, maybe USC put this out to see if, you know, they can create a little smoke, right? With a smoke that says fire, right? He's trying to I create mean, a little smoke to see I mean, if he's even interested. A smoke when they fired the head coach. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, obviously, if I'm him, I don't take over now. I, I would say, you know, let, let's get through this season first. Well, I mean, uh, he's not going to take over now. He has a contract obligation. He can't just leave in the middle of the season. Contract, smash, man. You've seen what Jim Moore Jr. did to the freaking Atlanta Falcons years ago. He left mid-season. I think <laughs> because of that, they changed how those contracts operate. Man, not, man. There was a, I'm out of here. There was a lot of shady stuff happening in the 90s. <laughs> He's like, man, he like, <laughs> like, man, I'm out of here. I am not doing this crap anymore. I'm gone. Which is um, funny but, because uh, Secret Base put out a video, I want to say like two weeks ago, about the Atlanta Falcons around that time period too. So check them out, Secret Based on YouTube. This is not a paid advertisement. Wow. Last thing here for the news aspect until we, you know, before we get into some of our other stories here. Uh, multiple Saints assistants and Michael Thomas test positive for COVID-19. Uh, Johnny said it. He's like, lady, it's not over. Gentlemen, it's not over. Don't you dare put those masks away just yet. You take that ghetto mask and you pull it back over your face. It's not a full T yet, but like it's almost there. And he knows it too. He knows it. <laughs> Walking at deadline. Six assistant coaches, a team nutritionist, and wide receiver Michael Thomas, who is currently on the pup list, tested positive for the virus. Um, and unfortunately, the seven staff members who tested positive were vaccinated. Um, Sean Payton did note that all of the staff is vaccinated. So I guess it just depends on what. The bleep they were doing. It's insane uh, because not only did they just have to deal with Ira, mm-hmm. then Nicholas just hit. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard about and that. now this. So, um, but Jameis said this is the best team he's ever played with. So, um, hopefully, they can overcome this, um, except for the particular week in which they play the Bucks. Should, should we put a $35 deal in this game? No. He's probably going to torch us. <laughs> I was going to go with Jameis beating the Bucks. Yeah. I, I feel like he, he wants revenge. I mean, he won a revenge the last game. Like I said, I, I think we're going to get our cheeks clapped a few times this year, and I just have to accept it, right? 
oh, I can't wait for this Falcons game to come. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) But, Johnny, you had the players of the week. Who we got? Ladies and gentlemen, in the AFC, the Offensive Player of the Week, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. And in the NFC, the Offensive Player of the Week, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford. On the defensive side of the ball, from the AFC, defensive end of the Las Vegas Raiders, Max. Rawls me. And in the NFC. I'm having way too much fun with this. <laughs> hey, I was going to let you. I mean, that's what you want to do. <laughs> I was gonna say of the anything. Arizona Cardinals, we have Chandler Jones. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. Hey, you know, I wasn't going to stop you. Um, but obviously, you know, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins. I mean, not Kirk Cousins. Wow, Matthew wow. Stafford. I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking at Kirk Cousins. That's why I said it. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Patrick Mahomes winning, uh, which is surprising because obviously Derek Carr threw for 400. Dak Prescott threw for 400, but obviously Dak didn't win. But I'm surprised that Derek Carr didn't get it for his performance. Um, but maybe they didn't because of overtime. Um, obviously. Patrick no, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I will because, say this, Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, no. I, I'll, this is what I'm going to say. I'll give him this credit. The two people that won these awards had the highest QB rating, and I don't know if that has something to do with it, but Stafford had a 156.1. Of course that had something to do with it. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes had a 131.4. Um, but, I, I mean, honestly, when I look at the top five, quarterbacks uh, in yards, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people were were praising Carr for his ability, but I mean, again, overtime, right? Um, But secondly, I mean, I I don't want to toot my own horn here, of Uh course, but Tom Brady being in the top five at 40-something years old is still amazing to me. Uh, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's let's click this really quickly. Okay. So only four quarterbacks so far have four touchdowns or more. Obviously, Jameis threw five. Um, Russell Wilson threw four. Kyler Murray threw four. And, of course, Tommy Brady threw four. Um, but Thomas Edward Brady is the only person that threw more than 20, excuse me, more than 30, I guess, three passes. Uh, Tom threw 50 passes at the age of 40. That's amazing to me. That is um, Quite impressive. So, yes, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, anybody could have got it, but I guess if you're looking at that QB rating, Mahomes 
Matthew Stafford absolutely destroyed the Bears. I can't say anything about that. It was a it was, uh, a, he, it was a reminder of people who kept saying that he was a wash. Nah, he destroyed them. There's no question about it. He destroyed them. It was it was. Oh, it was so sick to watch. Uh, but on the other <laughs> side, on the other side, Chandler Jones was just. Um, uh, he was just a man amongst boys out there this week. I, I don't know what else to even say. I think a uh, lot of it had to do with um, J.J. Watt getting a lot of the attention, which allowed Chandler to wreak pretty good havoc. Yeah, because you can't leave either one of them. I, I mean, personally, I probably would. I, I probably wouldn't double team JJ Watt at this point I would have made him prove himself mm-hmm. um because he hasn't been that double digit sack person in a while I probably would have made him prove himself and I mean obviously obviously Chandler Jones you know once you got two sacks I would have changed the whole offensive line strategy <laughs> obviously we're talking about the Bears so uh True. not the Bears the um it's the, the Colts the Colts yeah, but and again, they had those injuries. They had they integrated a new tackle in, so um, duh, it was the Titans. Sorry, it was Duke's oh. Titans. I only remember Ooh. that because Duke literally texted me after the game saying, "Don't say a thing about this game." Wow, I say the same thing, so I get it. No, um, no, but, you just sent me a message saying, "Yeah, we got clap." I, I knew he was gonna get clap, <sighs> but you even say that when you when you win, so it kind of. Hard to take what you say seriously. You should take it seriously because you know it's true. But Titans, they just they just had a rough one. I think they'll come back strong. I think so too. Um, I'm not worried about that. And obviously, Max it was Max Crosby was the other person. Yes. Six tackles, two assists, tackles, four solo, two sacks. Again, uh, I mean, it could have went to Michael Pierce. It could have went to Justin Hollins. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few people that it could have went to. Nick Visual, the linebacker, had an amazing game, 10 tackles and a sack. So, again, I don't know where they got that person from, but they won it, and we have to give them credit. Uh, So what we're going to do right now really quickly here is go over the top 10 Okay, the, the producer has said we're going to change it to the top 15 of the power rankings uh, for week two. Um, we have the reigning undisputed Super Bowl champs. Wow, the number one. So much enthusiasm from <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <clears throat> who committed four turnovers. Four turnovers, Johnny. Four. Four of them things. Mm-hmm. And 450, 451 yards of total offense against the Cowboys. Um, but Tom Brady, I mean, it was a minute and I think 30 seconds left. And it's just too much time. I think anybody else, it would have been not enough time. But the fact that Tom Brady threw the ball out of bounds for about 20 seconds of the game was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was pretty telling. And a lot of people don't really think about that. They're like, oh, if they would have called that offensive pass interference – I don't think it would have mattered. He, he literally matter. threw the ball out of bounds for 20, sec- 20 to 30 seconds. Um, so uh, that's rough. Number two, I'm surprised the Chiefs didn't fall a little bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, they struggled, obviously, most of the game. 
Oh, they struggled um, in the first half. I mean, it was a pretty good struggle, though. But Mahomes is 11-0 and 0 with 35 touchdowns, zero interceptions in September in his career. Um, he just tries not to lose. A lot of people focus on October or November football, um, but Mahomes is like, nope, I don't want to lose none of them games in September. Well, I mean, um, but, that's the mindset you should have going into the season at all. You don't want to lose any games, period. It doesn't matter that's true. what month it is. That's dang true. But the Chiefs stay at number two. Um, obviously, they did had a great comeback win against the Browns. Tyreek Hill, he did throw the peace sign. Um, but, he did, but, but he didn't guess, do it towards people. I guess that was a symbolization that they're going to stay number two on this list. That's hilarious. Uh, number three, moving up from number six, the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, they were clicking um, against the Bears, who just didn't have an answer for the passing game. They just didn't have an answer. Nope. I mean, nope. It was this was a combination of Sean McVay's highly creative offensive schemes with the offensive capabilities that Doc and I know. Of Matthew Stafford. And, you know, we talk about, especially like fantasy wise, like Matthew Stafford's always going to produce, but it was always the Lions that let him down. Mm. Now, Matthew Stafford is producing and the Rams are not letting him down, at least for week one. Yeah. And I mean, I look at the, the Lions, which I'm sure are a little further down the list. Uh, I mean, it might have just been a perfect trade because uh, Jared Goff did very well with the Lions. They, they came up slightly short to the 49ers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see how that goes. We'll see who wins the trade at the end of the season, I guess. Uh, number four, moving up from number seven, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks with their win 28-16 over the Colts. Um, I mean, Russell balls out. There's no question about it. I mean, Russ can cook when he produces offensive stuff like this. Tyler Lockett is still a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say Seattle, at least when Russell Wilson um, was behind center, they don't get you know name brand type of receivers, but they have receivers that can ball out. Mm-hmm. That's I have nothing to say. Like this was they they won against a really good Colts defense. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully they can keep momentum um, and stop tops at number three or two, uh, however they want to do that. I guess uh, number five here, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would say the might be the upset of the week if you if you uh, <laughs> go according to the media over the Bills. Um, everybody thought that the Bills were just going to come in and shellac no. the Steelers. No. Uh, but that did not happen. And the, no. the Steelers moved up from number 10. The Steelers' defense showed out the entire game. Yeah, they had a couple of bumps in the road that gave uh, the Bills the lead, but they allowed Big Ben to get them back into the game. But outside of that... I mean, sure, number five for now. That offense still needs to find its uh, mojo. Mojo. I agree. Which, again, 
surprised that there wasn't a bigger drop. And again, of course, I'm looking at it, I guess, from a college football standpoint. You know how big those drops are. Um, it depends. It depends. Yeah. But the Bills dropped a number six from three. Um, it was they're, they're going to bounce back. Like this, this was a, a hard loss for them, but I wouldn't say this was like, oh my gosh, they lost so badly that they need to free fall out of the top 10 kind of thing. I love the last sentence. Another tough D awaits for a week two's trip to the Dolphins. Yeah. It's because we talked about the Dolphins in the offseason and how they spend a lot of money on their defense. Um, offensively, they're still coming together. Latua looked pretty good. Um, but we're going to see how the Buffalo Bills do bounce back. Josh Allen, obviously, one of the top quarterbacks in the league at this particular point, or at least top 15. Um, let's see if he can take that step forward. Number seven, the Baltimore Ravens from number five, dropping down to seven. Obviously, we know that this was a tough game. Lamar Jackson fumbling the ball. This is what I'll say. They should be they should be lucky that NFL.com is so kind to them because they should have dropped the ball. Right. Agreed, and I'm actually surprised that one and no teams have, are haven't passed them. That, that's what I'm saying. I would expect the top ten to have one and no teams, um, but even with these teams being zero and one, they feel NFL.com that is of that course. these teams are still better. Because um, in number eight, we also have the Cleveland Browns, which they shouldn't um, have fell at all. Which I can agree with. Yeah, I mean they really they, played they were still good. There. They were lit- mm-hmm. legitimately there. I agree. Like had had uh, Baker Mayfield not throw that pick and they brought it down to the end zone, like we could be having a totally different conversation. And you were um, on the uh, video chat when Nick Chubb fumbled. <laughs> yeah, it was really really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, he really just fumbled. Um, number nine, who also hasn't moved, but it was a blowout win against the Lions. We have the San Francisco 49ers. Honest, they're healthy, and we will yeah. see them rise up in this ranking. As except long as they're healthy. Except for Morstad. Uh, that's the only person who I believe the 49ers lost, to, to my understanding. But yeah. let's see what happens. I mean, that's not spectacle. I'm glad they stayed number nine, though. Yeah. And moving up from number 15, the New Orleans Saints, obviously James threw 99 touchdowns, no interceptions, 14 for 20, 148 yards. Um, the Packers just weren't good. Yeah, they, they they got their butts kicked. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if you had a chance to look at the interview that Aaron Rodgers did on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, but, I mean, he honestly just said, you know, I mean, it's week one. You know, if it's like week four or zero and four, like we should, you know, that's when we really need to start panicking. Um, fans are allowed to overreact to the loss. The media is allowed to overreact to a loss. We can't act like this, and I completely, one hundred percent agree with them. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, number eleven, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, <laughs> I mean, they won against the football team. Obviously, we talked about Fitzmagic being knocked out of the game. Um, 
I mean, Justin Herbert, his growth is going to be crucial for their ability to win because uh, it all allows it all lies on his shoulder. Of course, people are now going to see what I saw last season when I declared him to be the rookie of the year. Which is why I thought they should have gave the coach one more year, but that's neither here nor there. Again, it's oh, well, we actually have something here. Let's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Poor Lynn. Poor Lynn. Uh, but moving down from number four to 12, one of the biggest drops here. That Green Bay Packers. Well deserved because they absolutely crapped the bit. You, you, can't, you, you can't argue with it. Even Aaron Rodgers stated, we, we've just got our butt kicked. I wonder if it comes down to it whether they'll let this, this line makes me makes me laugh though. Meanwhile, the Packers defense made Jameis Winston look like well Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Yikes! I wonder if they no oh, big time Steve. I wonder if they'll if they would consider and this would be dumb, of course. And it's kind of why I'm saying it that they would consider moving on from Matt Lafleur to keep Aaron Rodgers. No, no, it's too soon to tell, and it's still just week one. No, I'm saying if it came down to it, I don't think so. I don't think it's. I think it's too soon to even have that that kind of thought because if they won, like we wouldn't be having this that conversation. But, but let's win. get to number thirteen. Going the, the rank from fourteen, <laughs> we have the Miami Dolphins. Great managed game. I mean, like I said, the offense, they, they're they using Tua and making sure that he has his his strengths at the forefront and not making him do anything crazy, obviously relying on the defense. And again, they played against, uh, I think, a pretty tough Patriots team, um, which, like I said, Mac Jones could come away and steal the rookie of the year, but it's only week one, so I have to wait and see. Absolutely. But I think he could steal it, though. I really do. Well, let's see. Uh, number 14, going up four ranks from 18, we have the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they have a solid offense. So he... And the defense isn't bad either. I mean, their secondary yeah. still is uh, suspect, but that front seven, though. I mean, we talk about that with the Bucks with their front seven. I was about to say, is that the story of my life? I mean... It's all about consistency with this team. True. True. And then, of course, Hopkins, right? I mean, he may still makes some great catches. Um, he's, the he's, offense. He, he said it best. I only fear God. <laughs> which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Um, but number 15, moving down from 13, obviously losing to the Dolphins, is the New England Patriots. Um, again, a, a costly fumble. A one-point loss for a team led by a guy who didn't know that he would be starting, you know, until two weeks ago. Honestly, <laughs> is isn't a cause of concern for Patriot Nation. If anything, Mm-mm. they should be excited. Uh, good things to look forward to um, in Foxborough. Absolutely. Uh, well, really quickly here, just to go over the NBA really quickly, Aaron Gordon getting a four-year, $92 million extension with the Nuggets. Um, not sure why, but, I mean, that's them, I guess. 
And Dante Exum returning to the Houston Rockets the same day they announced that they're going to mutually part ways with John Wall via trade in the upcoming season or upcoming offseason. But I know you heard this show on your favorite podcast platform. But if you didn't, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com. Not only to view this episode, but also the previous be sure to tune in tomorrow as we continue to go over the news, the analysis, and the reads. I did it for the doc. <laughs> <laughs>